So, anything happened today? Yeah, it was some uh, surprising news when you uh, emailed me saying we should do an emergency podcast. Yeah. I had completely not checked any, not even regular news, let alone Cubs news all day. <laughs> yeah. So I was pretty blown away. Um, I was kind of iffy on the trade at first when I first saw it, but the more I think about it, the more I really like it. I, I Yeah, I'm. I started at, I think this is very fair. But the more I think about it, the more I feel like the Cubs really did good here. That's a heist. I mean, yeah, like you know, they, they traded uh, Glaber for you know half a season of Chapman. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, you know Quintana is definitely more valuable than half a season of Chapman. And you know, I don't really think much of anyone other than Eloy in this deal. I know you're high on Cease, but yeah, but I mean, I'm as high as you can be on a, for a, on a pitcher, pitcher with a your history. Yeah, yeah. Like, my apprehension to include him in any deal was predicated almost solely on the fact that he's the only shot we've got. And, I mean, even if it's a, it's not a guarantee by any means, it's kind of sad to see those guys go. But if the cost of, you know, Jose Quintana is an A-ball pitcher who's already been injured twice and another A-ball hitter who whose numbers are indistinguishable from Jorge Soler's at the same age, yeah. then you've got to do that trade. Even if, you know, Eloy hits his top 10% realization and becomes an incredible hitter. Yeah. No, I love it. Because of tons of position players, even if none of them are hitting right now. Yeah, for sure. And where, you know, Eloy, maybe he breaks into the, you know, the roster... In two years from now, if nothing goes wrong, like that's Jose Quintana is pitching on Friday. Yeah. Oh, did they, they actually decide the rotation? I hadn't seen since last I looked. Well, I think. Well, actually, I think he's pitching on Sunday. He's the third starter to open the season out. Uh, or so. half season. Yeah. <laughs> Cubs ace Mike Montgomery gets the ball tomorrow. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, I really like it. I mean, like, you know, yeah. if you say we're going to get a, a guy who's been a top 10 pitcher for the past three years for another three years on a just ridiculous contract. It's one of the best contracts I've, like, I couldn't believe that he signed whatever contract he was on. Like, that was robbery. When did when he actually signed? sign it? Let me see. Um, he signed it in 2014. Oh, yeah. So basically right after his first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, after his second season, I mean, he had two seasons where he was pretty, pretty great, and instead of rolling the dice for arbitration, and I think in his last pre-arb year, he signed that that just crazy market-friendly deal. Yeah, that's what it was. It was right before then, I think. Yeah, and ever since then, he's been like literally John Lester, except he's seven years younger. This is great. Yeah. It's it's nice it's nice to remember that the Cubs can make these kinds of moves still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, aside from you know developing all these guys, even if they're not hitting now. 
Yeah. It it really like makes 2018. I mean, it is a trade for 2017 and 2018 and 2018, but it makes 2018 so much easier now because you were just staring at two gaping holes in your rotation, and now you're not staring at two because Quintana is good enough to be a you know a playoff pitcher for the next three or four years. Yeah, I mean, given how John Lackey had pits, we've been staring at a gaping hole in the rotation this year, too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's the thing. Even if you're sad that Jimenez is gone and sad that Cease is gone, you don't have to watch Eddie Butler pitch again. Unless something bad happens, Eddie Butler is no longer pitching for the Cubs, and that is that has to be a win. Yeah, yeah, I hope he enjoys Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear Des Moines is just great this time of year. And, and and it is official that it Lackey is still in the rotation and Butler is, is did, not. Did they send him down or? They, I don't I don't know if they sent him down and they probably won't. You know, Joe they Man. Probably won't announce he's going to have like. Well, he probably will just you know what another bullpen guy. Let's send down Listella. Yeah. Looks his... like Hendricks is going to make another start in the minors before he comes back. He is, and that's when the Lackey decision probably has to has to be made. Like, I think we're getting pretty close to DFA time. Yeah, I wouldn't be sad to see him go, but, you know, he got a no. series ring, so. Yeah, he didn't He didn't get his hair cut. He... <laughs> I hated that. I hated that saying so much. He just seems so smarmy. Because he, he, he is. He, he just has that, that I, I could never remember the crazy German word that came up when people were talking about Ted Cruz. He's just got a, a face you just want to punch. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe he's a good. I mean, there's no indication that he's actually a good guy. In fact, the only indications I've ever gotten is that he's a dick, which is kind of why you don't feel that bad to make fun of him. But yeah, hopefully, in you know two weeks, he can just you know join Montero in Toronto or whatever, and we don't have to worry about seeing him throw baseball. So yeah. How do you how do you feel about how this changes the uh, the playoff odds for this year? So I mean, obviously, it moves the needle some. I think at this point we're a toss up with Milwaukee, and that's incumbent on the fact that Milwaukee will improve. Like I think, yeah, they'll before, have they'll have to make a move, and they have this before space this to do trade. It. Yeah, before this trade, I, you know, I think it was probably like forty five, forty five, and then you know the Cardinals Devil Magic were like ten percent. And now I think that the Cubs are a slight favorite to make the playoffs. But, I mean, Milwaukee will do something, for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Fangrass projections have the Cubs winning four more games than the Brewers at the end of the season. Really? So that means that they must think that we're like 18 wins better than them in true talent, something like that. Yeah, they've got the Cubs win percentage. Rest of the season is 585, Brewers is 454. I don't know if it's updated with the Cantana one. Or not yet, but I I hope so. That would that oh, yeah, would... they've got him and they've got him in there. It looks like that would stun me. Yeah, that would be flooring. But yeah, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a big believer in this Brewers team. So uh, I'm, I I think I probably like them better than the than the average fan. But I mean, Eric Thames has really fallen off. Their pitching is bad. There's a gaping hole in the middle of that infield that they're going to need to fix. 
Yeah. But that but that's the thing, like they can target specific problems and I mean you have to think that there will be some team that will have a starting pitcher that they can acquire and now I think they're gonna have to. I maybe they can get CC Sabathia again. <laughs> hey, the Yankees are gonna need him for their playoff run. <laughs> but yeah. So do you think the Cubs would make this move if they were five and a half games up instead of the Brewers? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. This is exactly the type of trade that you can make regardless of your situation. Because like, like even if they were 15 games under 500, I think they make this move. Absolutely, I think they would. Yeah. There are just there just aren't that many, you know, situations like Quintana that come along. Like this would be a completely different thing if Quintana was a free agent in 2019 even, but yeah. he's not. He's it almost exactly lines up with the Cubs core. Yeah. Like we know when the window closes and it's in four years. So whatever we can do to win as many World Series in the next four years as possible, the Cubs are gonna do that. Yeah, and this and this and this, this is the move that does that, yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I really like it. I love it. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on Jimenez? You said that he was the only guy that you kind of liked. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily a prospect guy, so I'm happy to, you know, kind of trade all of them. But <laughs> Yeah, and we, and we have. That's the thing. We have, but yeah. I mean, a lot of them also graduated too. So, you know, it's, you know, they still got tons of assets that are young. So, mm-hmm. like, just saying farm system, I think, is even kind of underrating the organization as a whole. Sure. Sure, but you know I don't really care. I mean, what 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 the Cubs have is what they're going to go forward with, and yeah, they they don't have that many things that they need to go out and get over the next. I four feel years. okay about most of. Them. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded someone else. Maybe not now, but in the off season. Though I don't know who that would be. I don't know. There were rumblings that they were thinking of trading one of the young players just for like a waking the team up thing. I think that's just so stupid. Like, at this point, those players, like, you know, if you're trading Javi Baez, you're doing it at, like, the nadir of his value, likely. I mean, everyone's slumping right now, but, I mean, you've got, you know, kind of, you know, it feels almost Hendry-esque with the number of second basemen we have here. (laughs) Yeah, but they're all... and Zobrist and... They're all better than They they can play a lot of positions, but it, it does feel like there's a... There's a surplus there. Yeah, but there's not a Blake DeWitt on the team. You know, they all at least have something that they're bringing to the table. Yeah. I'm much less down on Javi than I was three months ago, but he's still... Not, yeah, but that's why... He's still, would... he's still just Javi. <laughs> yeah. So, give me the odds that <clears throat> Ben Zobrist is on this team... Opening day of 2018. 2018? Like, 95%. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Madden, for no other reason than Madden loves him so much. Oh, yeah, but... Where is he going to play? Everywhere. I guess. I, yeah, I... I don't know. He's, he's looked horrible. 
He's looked bad ever since he changed his walk-up music from that one song his wife sings to that other one song his wife sings. I know. I was kind of glad that he changed it because I thought that I got really tired of the other one. Oh, I'm tired of them both. But yes, the other one was horrible. It was the worst uh, part of my viewing experience for the games I've attended the past couple of years. <laughs> Which, I mean, is a, is a good problem to have, but... Maybe maybe, right. he, maybe he should uh, try to catch some of that David Ross magic and uh, switch to Forever Young. Yeah, which has always been my favorite walk-up music, and I've definitely missed this year. Yeah, it just cracked me up every time it came on. It never got old for me. I there was like a two-week period earlier this year, or only me, not two weeks, where I thought that David Ross was going to be on this team again. <laughs> like when Miguel Montero was DFA'd, I was like, it's time. It's Ross time. He's going to come back. But he, then... He's too busy enjoying retirement. Yeah, yeah. I can't think, well, think of anyone else who've enjoyed it as much as he has. <laughs> well, and why would you come back? You know, the team you just left was like, you know, a team for the ages, broke the curse. You had a you home won run and gave the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> you, we are never coming back. It's like Michael what Jordan coming back with the that? Wizards. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. So, I mean, he's he's making a good decision. Doing his, you know, celebrity, minor celebrity appearances. I think it's more likely that he, you know, co-hosts a week of Ellen, than I guess, then it comes back. Or he'll, he'll get on uh, whatever the current version of Regis and, Regis and Kelly is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Michael and Dave. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I, I, I think Zobris will be around. Madden likes him. I, I think he'll be better once he gets over this injury stuff for this year, at least. Can't be worse. Which I mean, I say that, but he's still. Uh, well, no, he's bad. Once there's no sugarcoating it. He's yeah, been bad. he's been not great. Though I guess I, I should mention that when we were emailing to set this up, that uh, that David wanted to chime in. His only comment was that. Uh, Kyle Schwarber better better fucking start hitting now. <laughs> he is not incorrect, and that's I guess that's like the the other thing that I think about this. Like, there's no more cavalry coming. It's this is what you got. You got to win with this now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a minor piece for like a bullpen guy, but the bullpen really even hasn't been the problem. But for this year, or even next year too. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have to start paying some guys. Well, I think, and I think they will pay a dude in twenty, you know, the twenty seventeen offseason. They will pay probably a pitcher, but I mean, that's it. You, this is you've you've made the team. This is what you're going to win with for the next. And I think they probably will. I think it's still an extremely talented team, but there are not reinforcements coming up unless you're a huge Heimer Candelario guy, or you know, and I'm not. You know, so it is what it is. I think you know they'll probably have to get another pitcher, but they the success you know the Cubs have the next four years is dictated by the twenty five men that are right on the roster right now. Hey, at least we think they're pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, they did win the World Series last year, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not it's well, not like the forget. 2009, you know, or the 2010 Cubs, where you're you're just really hoping that you know, uh, who was even who was like the third best player on the 2010 Cubs? 
That wasn't the Travis Wood year. That was uh, that was 2012, I think. <laughs> so I mean, that was probably man. Giovanni Soto was balling out of control that year. Oh, that was his other good year. Yeah, he had even year magic there for a while, but it was really more like even you know even year. He's not horrible. The 2010 team is better than... No, they're not really that good. There are some holes on this team. You looking at baseball reference or fair grass? I'm looking at baseball reference. It seems like the best, the third best hitter was Kosuke Fukudome. And their best pitcher... They had some decent pitching, I guess. Oh, that was the year that Marlon Bird had that monster year. Oh, yeah, where he was just... Well, Monter, 12 home runs, but... You know, when he was on the Mets is when he started, like... It was a 4-0 season with the Cubs in 2010. He led the... the... He must have had some crazy defensive numbers, because 293, 346, 429 isn't screaming all-star game. He had about a win or so above replacement on defense, too. Oh, man, Marmol was the war leader of the pitchers. Back when he was good Marmol... I missed that picture. Yeah. Good normal, and then you look at his walks per nine. And it's six, six. six walks per nine and still 2.7 war. <laughs> yeah, 209 FIP. 16 strikeouts per nine innings. I don't know if any, any pitcher that was more fun to watch than Marmol in those years yeah. before he oh, lost. Those, that, was, that, was peak, that was peak wiffle ball bat years where you just you were almost better if you didn't bring a bat up there. 2010 was his best season. Yeah. He was filthy. He and there was like when we got Rich Harden for that one half a year, that race to Sabathia. Those, those are the two most fun pitchers I think I've probably ever seen on a Cub, wearing a Cubs uniform. When Rich Harden looked like he was just playing soft toss and it was coming out of his hand like a bullet. Yeah. And that was another guy that. Well, I mean, it was really injuries that took it from him, but he was extremely good. I mean, that's if you were a good Cubs pitcher from two thousand and you know six to two thousand and thirteen, that was you know basically paper mache. Yeah, the other thing that always bugged me about Harden was though was just that uh, he only threw like five innings a start. <laughs> yes, that was that was frustrating. That was a, that was a problem. But those five yeah. innings were real fun. As a, I mean, that half year in two thousand eight, he. Had 12 starts, only went 71 innings, but uh, 177 ERA, a whip under one, 11.3 strikeouts per nine. It's hard to ask for a lot more than that. And that was the last time he was good. Yeah, I'm surprised, actually, that he had as many further years as he did. Yeah, I kind of am, too. He was out of the league after 2011. Mm-hmm. Man. <sighs> I don't know what else there is to talk about. I was going to bring up the Cubs' top 20 prospects for 2009 so you can see what our system is like <laughs> now. Who's the number one now? Right now, for us, it's uh, Jamer Candelario, or depending if you're a huge Oscar De La Cruz fan, which I like him, but I think his... His ceiling is probably, you know, seventh inning guy. So that I'd tells be, you. I don't know if he was a pitcher or a starter, which 
<laughs> shows you how how on a, a pitcher or a position player shows you how on the radar he is. Yeah, no, the cupboard is just com- completely empty right now. Let me bring up the top twenty MLB.com prospects for the Cubs. I mean, usually their list is pretty bad, but it tells you something. Yeah, Candelario, Oscar De La Cruz, Mark Zagunis, number three, Trevor Clifton. Okay, I'm going to name them, and then you tell me if they're a pitcher or a position player, okay? Okay. Jose Albertos. Pitcher. Yep. DJ Wilson. Pitcher. Nope, outfielder. <laughs> um, let's see. Aramis Adaman. Oh, man, I have no idea. <laughs> stuff. I, I, I'm skipping some because some of them are easy. Like, you know Victor Caratini is yeah. not a pitcher. Um, and Thomas Hatch, we just drafted him. Eddie Martinez was a big sign. Okay, Isaac Paredes. Pitcher. Shortstop. <laughs> Alec Mills. Oh, he's a pitcher. Yep, pitcher. Jose Rosario. Just a player. Nope, pitcher. <laughs> Our number 22 prospect right now, Dylan Maples. Oh, man, he's still with- in the system. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that tells you how bad it is now. Number 21 is Jen Ho Sang. Number 22 is Dylan Maples. Number 23 is Pierce Johnson. So and Pierce number Johnson. <laughs> and, and number 24 is Hayden Simpson. Wait, this is still in the system? Oh, oh I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to see if you notice. Yeah. Yep. There yeah, are, when, uh, when, when Zagunas okay. got called up, I thought he had been in the Cubs system for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know who I mixed them up with. No clue, but hey. <laughs> it's a pretty, I mean, it's a good team on the field now. And even though they've played about as bad as they could, I'm still pretty confident. If they don't put it together, It could only get better. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but. So, do you have anything else? I got nothing else. I'm just really happy by this trade. Don't really care about the farm system. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah that's the thing. The the farm system isn't. They got they got four uh, years to figure it out now. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to play any games in the in the majors next year, probably. You know. Yeah. I don't really care about the the single A World Series if they even have one. It would be awesome if they did. I think that actually be pretty fun to go to. Yeah, I would go to like Beloit or whatever, wherever they're holding that. Um, let me look at one last thing because I do want to. I, I do wonder when everyone is a free agent, just to see if you know they all because they do seem like they're all going to be free agents at the right, exact same time, aren't they? Mm. Which you know what? That's a 2021 problem. Who knows if I'm even going to be alive in 2021? <laughs> For some reason, I'm struggling trying to find. Uh, I think, um, who has it? Easy Phil. I can't Easy Phil? I can't remember what site he writes for. I think PCR. I think he does. It used to be really easy to get it on Baseball Reference, but for some reason it does not seem like it... I can't find the... Oh, I, I got it, I got it. Oh, uh, it doesn't have... 
It doesn't have Quintana anymore. Quintana's a free agent in 2021, right? Yeah. So, also a free agent in 2021 is Kyle Hendricks. Jason Hayward is still on the team, unfortunately. John well, Lester. He's not opt out. No, he probably won't take it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like he has two opt outs, actually. Yeah, but he's he's a cup, for better or worse. He's yeah. a cup. But Anthony Rizzo's last option year for $16.5 million is in 2021. Nice. Um. Addison Russell's last year of arbitration, so as is Chris Bryant, as is Javi Baez, as is Kyle Schwarber, as Carl Edwards still has two years of arbitration after that, so does Wilson Contreras. That's in 2021? Yeah, so 2021, all those people are still under team control. They're all just absurdly expensive at that point. They're all they're in their final beer or almost their final beer. Mm-hmm. But they're all still Cubs. That's insane. And I think that Bobby Bonilla only has like 15 more years on his contract after that. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, I gotta, work, I gotta work that into my own contract to see if they'll go for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the good folks at Manufacturing Solutions International are going to cut me a million every year for the next 40. Oh well. Well, it's a, it was a very exciting day. It was interesting. I did not... If you would have told me that the Cubs were going to make the first... You know, major trade of the season. I would have thought it was the other way. I would have thought it was like Wade Davis, but I was pleasantly surprised. Or I would have thought they would have gone for like Archer or someone, but I kind of like Quintana better. So, oh, I definitely and, like. And it is someone who's just been totally, despite having been in trade rumors forever, still somehow off the radar. Yeah, he is certainly the best player. Like he's the best player that no one knows about unless you live in Chicago. Even if you live like, in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if, if you're a casual fan in, like, Atlanta, you have no idea who Jose Quintana is. And he's better than, like, every pitcher in your organization. Yeah. By a lot. So, I mean, they traded for, or they traded away two players that were not going to be, you know, play in 2017 or 2018 or probably 2019. Yeah. And they got an ace. Like, he's an ace. So, yeah. how can you not be happy? All right, well, let's end it on that yep. happy note. Absolutely. And hurry, things recorded also. Good. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of, you know, your lips to God's ears on that one. Well, I was keeping my eyes on it this time. But. All right. Yep. Take it easy. Yep. Later. Bye. You listen to every word.